Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I want to talk about, as far as engagements go, a woman should absolutely have input in what her ring is going to look like. This should be something that happens long before the actual purchasing of the ring. It should be something that is discussed in theory with rip-out magazines, in windows, in stores, in fantasy trips, and then shut up like he chose it. It was his idea. Just like most relationships, you know what I mean? It's really your idea but you want to make the other person think it's their idea. It happens in business all the time where you want to sort of position something so the other person feels like it was their idea. It was a really great idea you had that we should do a cushion-cut diamond with a micro pave halo around it set in rose gold. I thought that was great, and then leave it alone. But uh, when you want to know about engagement rings, here's what you need to know. Ovals and pears look the biggest, okay? Oval and pear look the biggest. So you'll see... A lot of flashy, cashy, showy people getting ovals and pears because they look the biggest. Asher cut, which is like a square emerald, a cushion, looks the smallest. Round looks fairly big because if you think about it with a round and a pear and an oval, 
it's really mostly about the surface area on top. And then you see that point on the bottom with emeralds or other shapes. It's not quite the same proportions. Also, you could get a ring that is really big looking for its size. These are the measurements. There are many sections. There's a color section. The color goes D all the way to Z. And Tiffany has D through I. I is still near colorless and will still look white. There are many famous people who have eye rings. The one that Chris Humphrey sold uh, that was Kim Kardashian's was an eye ring. Um, and you can get more bang for your buck out of an eye. But like I said, Tiffany carries it. It's still near colorless. So the eye is the color. Color matters more in different stones. So color matters less in an oval, a pear, a round, because they have all that brilliance and fire so that you're catching all that light. And so the color is a little more forgiving. In a ring like an emerald cut where it's all that surface area, it should be closer to the, you know, D-E-F, G-H-I. D-E-F is like investment stones. Like a D stone is an investment stone, meaning most people would never know the difference between a D and an F. G-H-I, you're going to get better value. Um, But then there's another section that has the measurements. And so I had an emerald cut ring, for example, that uh, really looked really big. But that's because the measurements are not totally the best proportions, meaning there's less on the bottom. And that would you'd think that's great. It's top heavy. The problem is it didn't have a lot of light that went through it because of the way that it's cut. So a cut is really important. And you will a diamond will speak to you. You will actually, it will sing to you. You will understand if it's for you. Uh, Marquise, a gorgeous cut, also looks very big, like a pear and an oval. And heart shape also looks big and is not as good of an investment because people don't buy them as much in the resale. People don't buy pears as much in the resale. People don't buy marquee as much in the resale, but you might be able to get a really interesting stone at an interesting price. When you see someone, I call it schmaltz, who has that, the diamonds around the the diamond, the main diamond, that's pave, or there's a diamond halo, they call it. When you see that around the main diamond, that schmaltz makes the diamond look bigger. So a lot of times people will use a smaller stone and schmaltz it once, and that makes it look bigger. Schmaltz it twice, that makes it look even bigger. And then people will sometimes have side stones within the schmaltz and schmaltz around the side stones and schmaltz around the band and schmaltz around the base. All of that is designed to make it look bigger. And some people even have big, big stones, but still, they just can't resist. They have to keep going with the schmaltz and make it look bigger. The real word schmaltz is uh, fat in Yiddish. It's like chicken fat, but I call it the schmaltz in this case. And yes, I'm the only person in the world, except for jewelers I've worked with, that call this the schmaltz. But the single schmaltz, a double schmaltz. So if you are on a budget, my advice to you would be to get a stone in the GHI category that speaks to you, that has good proportions. And if it's not going to be that big and you care about size, go oval, go pear, go marquee. And if you still care about size because you really want more bang for your buck, do some sort of nice, delicate halo. If you have a really stunning, beautiful, amazing stone, I wouldn't schmaltz it up. Pick side stones that really accentuate it. Um, If you want side stones that make it look bigger, that would be sort of like the half moons or the triangle because if you're talking about a round square, any shape, those are going to like sort of blend in with the middle stone. It's all trickery. These side stones sort of accentuate the middle stone and will blend in and make it look like one bigger stone. In addition, uh, if you have a stunning stone but you do just like that little sparkle, You can also do all that micro pave and that schmaltz only on the band and on like what I call the scaffolding 
of the building, like the underbelly. It's called a, a dropped halo. So it's not showing from the top, but from the side, you can see it and it comes sort of up on the prongs. I have a lot of experience with this. I know a lot about this topic. I like this topic. And then last but not least, if you really don't have a budget and you can only have a small stone, you can surround that small stone with like with larger stones, meaning you could use a small sliver emerald and then um, put slightly smaller sliver emeralds around it and it brings the eye to think that it's one large emerald. That's another brand of trickery. So focus on the setting more than, if not just equal to, the main stone if you're on a budget, which most people are. It's amazing what you can do with a good design. It's like clothing. You'd rather have less expensive, well-fitting clothing than expensive, ill-fitting clothing. So don't just get a good stone and then have no room in your budget for a setting. Have enough budget so that the whole entire picture and the frame around it looks beautiful. Well, my guest today is Kara Golden. She is the founder and CEO of Hint Water, a flavored water brand that focuses on practical solutions for health. She also wrote the book Undaunted about how she started this brand and made it into a nationally known beverage. I loved hearing about the journey of creating an iconic and popular product and how she used her network to launch her business to the next level. I know you're going to love what she has to say. Very, very smart cookie. Mother's Day is May 12th, and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. 
OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I know, I am too. So just being able to pour through your background and, you know, read about your childhood is so interesting, I have to say. Well, thank you so much. I mean, my my podcast is a little bit smaller than yours, but uh, it's uh, it, it's called The Kara Golden Show. And I, if you're interested, I'd love to have you on because I feel the same way about you. And oh, wow. It's, thank uh, you. Yeah. So it's, uh, it, you know, it's not easy to kind of uh, not only build a brand, but also just a lot of it is is uh, not actually knowing what I was doing, but willing to put in the work, <laughs> right? And go and figure it out and ask a ton of questions. And I I mean, that was really, that's the secret sauce. You didn't know about the beverage business or you didn't know if you could sustain in the health area or because you had, it seems like you had a really strong sales background in your family and in your own life, which is really an interesting part of your sort of biography. I didn't have any experience in the beverage industry, and I knew that I was launching a new brand. What I didn't know until a couple of months into this, after meeting with buyers and hearing from consumers, was that we were also launching a category. I did the exact same thing. That's so funny. I didn't even think of it that way. You launched a new category, and the beverage industry where you were the margins are way more difficult than in in cocktails. Where I was, it was as competitive and also a new category. But where you are, the margins, pennies make a difference. I mean, I just watched Warren Buffett's uh, documentary and he was talking about one penny more per bottle of Coca-Cola was billions of dollars. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that the big difference, and again, I don't pretend to sort of know about alcohol or mixer industry other than, you know, just barely. But, but you know, the difference is, is that our average consumer, once they actually started drinking our product, like at Google, for example, there's probably a few people that weren't drinking it at Google uh, when we first got in there, but it just became this kind of cultish thing to drink. And they were drinking between, they told us, six to nine a day. This is amazing. Well, right. A product like that, that's fun to drink that is so good for you. It's just water. Yeah. Right? And and so people were drinking it and Google was thrilled because they felt that their consumers or, you know, their employees were getting healthier. And, you know, leave it to Google to sort of track it as well that they came, they told us, you know, since we've brought Hint in, there's, uh, people are 
not as sick anymore. Wow. You know, they're not taking sick days. So all of these things that, again, it wasn't our intent to sort of fix those things. I had seen it in my own life when I gave up drinking diet soda, how it changed my health. But uh, yeah, so anyway, it was, uh, it was, you know, sort of an act, I call myself an accidental entrepreneur because I didn't intend to go and be an entrepreneur or launch a beverage company. I really wanted to bring health into a lot of people. And that was my mission. It's still my mission today. Well, that's interesting that it's sort of, you're saying it's sort of like a happy accident. So that wasn't by design that you would get it into the tech companies and that that would become sort of its own niche world. That's so, it's so random, but so specific that you would have that this beverage, hint beverage for anyone at home who doesn't know exactly what we're talking about, we'll get to it specifically, um, that this beverage, this bottled beverage would become a cult Silicon Valley favorite. That's so random and so specific at the same time. So yeah. how, how does that happen? Did you know people there and you just dropped off cases? How did that work? So it's a crazy story. I came from the tech industry. I was running America Online's e-commerce and shopping partnerships. And I had taken a few years off and I live in San Francisco. I was kind of halfway talking to people about uh, different roles in Silicon Valley, but not really that serious. When I left AOL, I actually had three kids under the age of four. Wow. So I was in crazy town, right? It was just, I was enjoying being a mom. I was, I knew I wanted to go back and do something, but I wasn't that serious about actually going and, and jumping in. My husband is a Silicon Valley attorney, uh, now works at Hint as our chief operating officer uh, full-time. But but in the early days, he had introduced me to this guy that worked with him at Netscape, who uh, was one of the first employees at Google, Omid Cortesani. And Omid and I became friendly, and he said, you know, you should come and talk to me about working at Google. And so when he was re recruiting me pretty heavily, and and that's when, uh, you know, I felt bad because I, I really liked him a lot, and I felt like I was kind of wasting his time just by going and meeting with him. And then finally, I pull a bottle out of Hint. I had been doing it for about 18 months and trying to figure out a lot of things. And I said, listen, I... I know this is going to seem really crazy, and it is a little bit crazy, but I, I'm launching this beverage. And he said, wait, what? I mean, you couldn't believe it. And I said, yeah, I know it's crazy, but I had given up drinking diet soda and tried to drink water and found water really boring. So I developed this product and, you know, we've gotten it into about 20 stores around San Francisco and Whole Foods and some of the others. And he said, oh, it's really interesting. He said, I'm, I'm working on this initiative inside Google the, to help our employees get healthier. And, uh, and, you know, this was not his job. This was sort of his side project that they asked him to get involved in. And he said, I should introduce you to this guy, Charlie, who runs all of the food and he's a chef and he's going to make healthy things, but I don't think they've done anything about the beverages yet. So again, it was kind of an accident. He didn't sit there and say, oh, 
I'm going to hook you up with these people and they're going to serve, they're going to serve Hint inside of Google. But when Charlie called me and said, oh, I love Omid, you know, I'd be happy to give it a try, if, you know, whatever, drop off a couple of cases. The next day he called me and he said, do you have 30 cases? The next day, 300 cases. We were the only beverage in Google That's for a couple of years. Yeah, it was crazy. And and so, you know, again, like they became our biggest retailer. And then when like Cheryl Sandberg left Google and went to Facebook, I got a call from her assistant and she said, oh, Cheryl loves the fizz, the carbonated product. And and she was wondering if you can have a hint inside of Facebook, too. And I'm like, oh, let me think for a minute. OK, sure. So it became the drink of Silicon Valley and and, you know, truly was by by accident, as I tell all entrepreneurs, you know, connections can get you into places, but they can't keep the beverage alive, right? You can't, I mean, they, they can, I'm sure you would agree with this too, unless, you know, you're good or your product's good, right? You're not going to be able to just stay collecting dust. I mean, no, and, you can get them into the restaurant, but if the food's not good, they're not coming back and they're not going to be a regular customer. Exactly. 100%. And, and that's the story. You chose to find your way in on another path. You could have just gone in an interview for the job and not thought of that. I mean, that's, you know, that's pretty remarkable, I would say. I mean, you just always be networking, you know, and I say a lot of people can't afford their own publicist and they think it's like this wizard's job. I have a great publicist, but I used to be my own publicist. I used to Mm -hmm. watch TV and then see who produced something and then say that's a human being somewhere and call their office, call their assistant, maybe send them cookies when I used to bake wheat, egg, and dairy-free cookies. And then, you know, you get a meeting. People are, most most people are accessible, I think. I totally agree. And also having really a can-do attitude as well. I mean, in the early days, I was loading up my Grand Cherokee and throwing cases in the car. And, you know, there were a few people that knew that I had been an executive. I was the youngest vice president at America Online and one of the few females at that level. And especially people in Silicon Valley knew that I was the people that knew that I was launching a beverage. At least they knew what I had done before, but I was willing to be scrappy. And it's interesting, Bethany, I think that the thing that I've really realized and something that I talk about in my book is that when I was leaving AOL, I had been through, you know, what's termed a hockey stick, right? It was a crazy time for AOL, crazy growth. And then it started to slow down. It was just sort of leveling off naturally. But I was starting to feel a little bored. And I had, you know, grown something great. But, you know, I felt that I was in the mode of teaching and managing all the time. And again, which was fine, but I had stopped learning. And I didn't get it at that time, I was just sort of doing the same thing. It was like Groundhog Day every single day doing the same thing. When I ran into the beverage industry, when I stopped drinking diet soda, uh, Diet Coke in particular, and started drinking plain water, what I realized about my own life was that water was super boring. I had been told for years, drink more water, drink more water. I grew up in Scottsdale. Like I should have been, you know, in Arizona, been drinking much more water than I was, but I wasn't because it was boring. So when I started slicing up fruit, throwing it in water, after two and a half weeks, I lost over 20 pounds. I had been for years trying to, with all of my childbirths, I, I couldn't lose the weight. And I had developed terrible acne. I had, uh, you know, my energy levels were down, all of these things. And then finally, when I put 
fruit and water, I realized not only was I getting healthier, but in addition, it it was not that hard. And and I realized how addicted I had been every day to, you know, this can of diet soda. I mean, it was just, it was crazy. And I just didn't want to live that way. But anyway, when I finally looked at my local Whole Foods that had just opened and looked for a product like this, a water that just had fruit in it, no sweeteners, no preservatives in it. It wasn't there. And so I just thought, gosh, it'd be fun while I'm trying to figure out my tech job. Let me just see if I can get a product on the shelf at Whole Foods. And, you know, if it doesn't work, then I don't know, it'll be a funny dinner conversation how I tried to do that. And it didn't work. But, you know, people always said, especially the people early on when I was thinking about launching this, they'd say, isn't that really risky? And I believed then that two things, I was learning so much. Every day I would get up and I'd say, okay, how can I make a little more progress? And for me personally, it was, it was what I needed. I needed that growth, but I didn't know I needed it because I was a big VP. I was, you know, fancy titles, all this stuff. And yet I, I stopped being in a mode of learning. Well, the muscle gets atrophied and it's like changing your shampoo. You use the same shampoo every day. Your hair looks fine. One day you change it and you're like, oh, wow, look at this vibrance or something. And it's exciting, right? Yeah. And and that was the thing that I really appreciated. And and then, you know, when people would say to me, isn't it really risky to not be in tech and, you know, go and launch this beverage company? And I, I remember saying one day to a friend, I'd say, well, that would be assuming that I did a really poor job when I was in tech. Well, that's it's funny because people don't see people outside of their box. When I started doing relief work in a major way in the beginning, I couldn't get, you know, a, a box of flip-flops or, or rain boots donated. And now I get, you know, millions and millions and millions of dollars and millions uh, from major companies and, and, and high-profile celebrities because I've established myself. But some people don't see you in that new box. But once it clicks, then they make the sense and say, oh, wow, she was really good at being in the tech world. And so she's probably going to be good at anything. And then it can it can really click. And And we have that in common where you say, if people say you shouldn't be doing it, then maybe you should be doing it. Or if that, that was how it was with me for relief work. And you, I read that you sort of have that same sort of philosophy that if, 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 you know, if people say you can't do it, that's probably why you should. Yeah. And I, I, you know, always share with people that there's always going to be doubters, right? And in the world, and they're going to, you know, maybe a few of them would say, oh, she was successful in this other industry, but now she's going to you know, go into this industry and be successful. There's a lot of probably more people that say, I I had more people saying early on, and thankfully they don't say it too often these days, uh, you know, that I was an arrogant tech executive and I thought I could just go and launch a beverage company. And, you know, to some extent, you just have to brush that off and just (laughs) move on. But you also, you know, you hear it if you're human. You hear the feedback and yet, you know, you can allow it to affect you or you can just keep moving. And I think the thing that really saved me was from day one of getting my product on the shelf at Whole Foods, I would hear from customers. I had, you know, in tech, we always had some sort of way to communicate with the customer and have some sort of dialogue. So from day one, I put a phone number and a an email on the bottle. 
and uh, don't tell anybody, but I was the customer service that was answering the emails and the phone number. And, And so people would call me and they would say things like, I've been trying to drink water for years. Thank you so much for developing this product. Or the other thing that they told me that I was just starting to hear about 15 years ago was uh, this thing called type 2 diabetes, which is, you know, different from type 1 diabetes. And, uh, And the number of people who would talk to me about this disease, how they had thought they were really healthy and, you know, that somehow they're doing something wrong. And it was just, it was fascinating to me too. And again, going back to the point I made earlier, how much I was learning about consumers and that there was this feedback going. If I didn't have that customer feedback and that loop, um, you know, still to this day, I, I it's whenever there's challenging times, I go back and connect. You're connecting. Yeah, exactly. Beyond, you have to connect with them. There, there. You have to get the product in people's mouths and see what they think about it. I mean, I always say getting into supermarkets is like the mafia. The same thing with the liquor business. It's controlled by certain people. It's like, you know, big corporate America. It's like anything else, like big tobacco. People have the power and they've got the real estate and getting an end cap in Walmart or Target, for anyone who doesn't know, an end cap is like that good end of the shelf space. It's all... It's like a marquee on top of, you know, a theater. It's hard to get that real estate. It's all intertwined. And like anything else, it's networking and connecting and power and schmoozing. But you have the power of people, you know, wanting the product. And now you're into other products, which I think is interesting. How far you have sunscreen, you have deodorant, you have hand sanitizer, and they're all natural and they all have this fruit packaging. So it's on brand. So how far into other categories are you going to go? Well, it's a good question. I mean, you know, it was it was interesting because my intent was never to kind of create this platform, which we have, frankly, today. But I had uh, basal cell skin cancer on my nose, and I remember going to my dermatologist and finally getting it removed. And it was a pretty scary situation. And finally, she said to me, "You know, why don't you wear sunscreen?" And I said, "Because I." I mean, I wear it on my skin, on my arms and but and maybe my chest, but I don't wear it on my face because I don't want it to mess up my foundation. And she said, well, you better figure this out. And I said, my foundation has SPF in it. And she said, it's it's not enough and you need something else. And that's when I really started looking at the sunscreen market. And a lot of the sort of better for you sunscreens were not only kind of too thick, and I just didn't like the consistency of them, but also they were expensive. And again, even if you can afford uh, sunscreen, I mean, the ones that I could find were at dermatology offices for, you know, whatever, 45, 60 bucks or something. And I thought, gosh, it's crazy that people who actually need to wear sunscreen are, you know, it's it's too expensive. And I thought it's really not okay. And I started seeing this industry with really the same problem that I had seen when I created Hint Water was it is so hard to get healthy. Forget about that it's expensive. I mean, and I'll, I have a lot to say about that because I think, you know, you can go and buy a bottle of Hint at Target for a little more than a buck. So you can actually get a quality good product that is is healthy and better for you. And, you know, it's not sort of crazy priced. But it was at that moment that I really saw this this problem in in the sunscreen industry. And so 
I, I actually went home and started creating my own sunscreen, as crazy as that sounds. That does for sound crazy, but that's amazing. And a friend of mine that used to work for L'Oreal said, you know that this has to be approved by the FDA, right? And I said, what do you mean? And she said, because you're going to produce this for Hint, right? And I said, no, I wasn't intending to do that. But wait, what do you mean? I, I have to go on and actually all sunscreens are approved by the FDA. So I took some of the fruit essences from our waters that were sitting on my counter and I threw the grapefruit in and I said, you know, why is it that sunscreens all smell like tropical or unscented? And and there's nothing in between. Maybe I want grapefruit. Maybe I want something that actually smells really good for but me. But also people then, are putting vitamin C serums on their body to help from to prevent sun damage anyway. So you're putting that in there. Yeah. And so that's when I, um, you know, anyway, applied and and they needed a name and and then Hint was born. Mother's Day is May 12th and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
for those at home that are getting into businesses or want to invent something or come up with something, you're in a consu- not not that people are eating the, the the sunscreen, but you're in a consumable business. Meaning, people are drinking the water that the, so the stores have to re- restock. People are putting on the sunscreen, so they have to keep rebuying. Those are good businesses versus for everybody. Like I'm in the pots and pans businesses, and they they've sold out at you know Home Goods, and I'm thrilled. But you don't buy pots and pans every day, and you don't buy you know, toaster ovens and things like that, presumably you hope that they're going to last. So there's just different types of businesses to be in. And Kara happens to be in a great business because people are plowing through water and plowing through sunscreen because sun damage becomes more and more of an issue. So that's, those are good businesses. Everything you're selling, hand sanitizer also, you know, I'm not always thinking about the coffee maker, but I'm thinking about the skinny girl coffee that goes into the coffee maker. People keep drinking and buying. Yeah. And that's really what I thought about. I mean, I, you know, people always say, or, do you want 2000 products on this platform? I, you know, I'm like, eh, I, I don't know. Like I, I look for problems. I don't even look for them. They find me. Well, it looks like it's practical solutions for health. Totally. I mean, in my business is practical solutions for women, but these are all solutions to make people's lives healthier and prevent cancer and obesity and diabetes and feel better and sleep better. I mean, this is a great business you're in. And it's, you know, profitable and you're successful. So it's like, what a great thing when you can be successful and be contributing to the world and, and helping people. It's a great way to go to sleep at night. And that's that's another thing that I found just in being an entrepreneur, too, that there's all different types of entrepreneurs. There's all different kinds of things that you can do. I mean, I've, I've learned a lot about water over the last 15 years. So I'm working on an in- initiative in Washington around clean water. And around the fact that our water uh, is not as clean as maybe we would uh, like to think it is. And so I've learned a lot from, we have eight plants throughout the U.S. And obviously we put our water that we bottle through huge processing, um, filtration systems, pasteurization systems. So it we clean it up. But I kept thinking about all the people that just turn on their faucet and learning more and more about that. So I'm working with Congresswoman Jackie Speer on this initiative that we're actually hoping to take before Congress to actually at the federal level to try and get something called PFAS out of the water, which is a known carcinogen by the NIH and the Center for Disease Control. That's amazing. And yeah, no one really knows anything about that. We're just happy to be drinking any water. I want to talk about your relationship for a second. You're in business with your husband. So do you communicate a lot about work or are you in such separate factions that he has, it feels like you're both autonomous in your own way? How does that work in the relationship? And how have you sustained a relationship with four kids, with the serious business? Like, that can't be easy. First of all, it's not for everybody. Uh, but for us, it, it works. Uh, we never intended on, you know, working together. I was pregnant with my fourth when I started Hint. And as I mentioned before, my husband's an intellectual property attorney. And I've always been more on the branding and marketing and sales side. And he's very, you know, detailed intellectual property, you know, really kind of the nuts and bolts uh, more than anything and dotting the I's and crossing the T's. And so when he saw that I had this idea, and obviously he had seen that it really helped my own health uh, and just drinking more water, that's when he became curious, but he also wanted to be supportive. I mean, he wasn't arguing with me when I said, I want to take $50,000 out of our bank account and 
go buy bottles and caps and fruit and try and do this product because I had made some money in my previous job at AOL, but he didn't think it was the greatest idea. And he also recognized what I did as well, that it was super challenging. But he said, you know, you're just really interested every day. You're waking up and you're thinking about what am I going to do? And I mean, who wouldn't want their spouse interested, right? And and really engaged in something. And But he was, you know, nervous about it. And so in his spare time, I mean, he was working at the time. He just said, hey, let me help you. I mean, again, I was super pregnant while I was thinking about this uh, idea. And so he was uh, going with me to the plants and kind of, you know, walking behind me, sort of listening. But then he would say, hey, what about that? And when I finally delivered our son, Justin, actually on the, it's a longer story uh, that I share in the book about, I delivered him on the afternoon after getting our first cases in to Whole Foods. And that's when uh, we found out that we sold out of 10 cases overnight at Whole Foods. And he said, hey, let me go and deliver your product uh, to the store and got a business card at Fed- FedEx Kinko because everybody was saying to him, hey, do you have a business card? And uh, he, he did it as a joke. I mean, frankly, got the chief operating officer uh, card on there and said, hey, uh, Kara, I'm, I'm the chief operating officer of Hint Water. And I mean, it was, you can imagine, I mean, it was funny. It was just, you know, he didn't really think of it as, as kind of a serious thing. But when he started really seeing what my purpose and what my mission was, I mean, that almost using the water as a tool to help people know not only that water can be enjoyable, it doesn't have to have sweeteners in it, but also that he would run into people who saw him stocking the shelf at Whole Foods and they'd say, oh my gosh, this is this new product. I love it. And the passion and knowing that you're actually helping somebody, I mean, that that is like, that's such a huge thing. I mean, when people say to you, Bethany, and your products as well, like, gosh, you've really helped me that that is the that is just the mecca right that where if somebody says that to you and even in your relief efforts too i mean that that's it, it doesn't matter if it's a physical product a service whatever you're doing it's just it, it's it, purposeful pe- it's fa- right? it's amazing yeah but your husband also in addition to liking the mission and the cause and helping people, he knows you. So he can help be your chief operating officer because he understands how you operate, how your mind works, the vision for the brand, et cetera. It takes a step out for other people that are not inside the veil. And, you know, the $50,000, um, it was, if he felt like he was included and it's a team decision, it's a family decision. I think that's probably, you know, helpful for people at home. Not everyone wants to work with their partner or spouse, but if if your partner feels like they're part of it and included, then they feel more supportive. And you have a major hundred million dollar business. So have you taken in investors' money? Have you take have you felt like you've taken too much? Has it been like how have you handled that and what have you done with it? So we finally took money after a couple of years and I totally agree with you that you have to I I counsel entrepreneurs all the time when, you know, they say, oh, I have to go raise money. I, I'm like, why do you have to raise money? Because you really, you should really ask yourself that question. And can I grow this product if, or service, if I actually have capital? And I think Mark Cuban would probably say the same thing. Right. He said, what are you doing with the money? Are you doing well? Are you making money? Yes, I have no debt. He said, so then why would you take it? Sometimes you're just like, let me take a pile because I've been stretching and who knows what's going to happen to the world. And is this, you know, am I over ahead of my skis? I mean, you know that, 
better than any 2000%. Yeah. And so you don't have to take capital, but we did because we knew that we needed to we needed to build the brand and again like I was saying before that building a category is just we not only had to educate consumers but we also had to educate these buyers that were basically they were decision makers on whether or not we would get it on the shelf. And we were launching an unsweetened flavored water, which didn't fit in their sets that were but essentially that was real vitamin use water. For the money for you, you knew right. it was right. real use right. for the money. And so we and and also we did street teams and we call them field marketing where they were out there sampling all over the place. And so anyway, so we yes, we did raise money. We had a a outside capital from a family office outside of the U.S., the Stella Beer family, that was interested in, that was through a connection that we had. Uh, They were our first outside investors. And then what was interesting over the years, we would run into all these fans that would reach out to me. Sometimes I was answering the emails or the phones, but uh, John Legend was one of them, had our product at Starbucks. And called the office and uh, it was transferred over to me. I didn't know who John was at the time. This is before Chrissy or anybody. So John's been a longtime investor in the brand. He just really believed in it. And uh, also, you know, the value of drinking water when he's on tour. And, you know, people have said to me for years, Bethany, like, how do you get John to put the bottle of Hint on the bench right next to him? And I'm like, we, I, I mean, I don't, control that. He's got in his rider, you know, but I didn't write it into his rider. He puts it in there. I mean, he loves Hint and he loves the product. And so again, like finding these investors that are really passionate about your brand. We have over 200 investors in the company. Um, All have different stories. I know them all. Um, And uh, I don't know all of them super well, but they're all people, a lot of Silicon Valley people uh, as well. And people who just love the brand and want it to succeed. And so it's a very different model than, again, maybe other uh, investors have, um, or other entrepreneurs have have taken, but that's our path and it seems to work really well. Well, I love it. And I think you're, you know, it's an education. You're providing people healthy products that make their lives better, improve their health, and you're inspirational personally. And I love that it's just been a grassroots business that has evolved from having a good product, having a good idea, executing it, not taking no, people saying no, creating a new category, being innovative. And there's so many things that people can 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 grasp onto here for them. And I love that you've done it while raising four kids and keeping a marriage and a family together. So I applaud you for your healthy lifestyle, for your successful business, for just your message. And um, I have loved getting to know you and, and researching you and your journey. So I can't wait to see what happens next. Who knows, maybe we'll do something together, but I love listening to you speak. I love it. That is so nice. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody. Kara Golden was fascinating. She has really taken her own personal health and built that into a brand, a lifestyle, solutions for people. She has used her background in tech in Silicon Valley to create relationships and build an over $100 million brand. Uh, 
you know, she moved from the tech space to the beverage space. And Kara Golden is a mother of four. She's happily married. She works with her husband. She cares about health and has lost a lot of weight in switching from sodas to healthy fruit-flavored waters. And then that's how Hint was born. She is now in skincare, sunscreen, hand sanitizer, all just sort of happy accidents with her playing around in her kitchen and caring about people's health and well-being. As connected as she has been working in environments like AOL in a major way and her husband working at Netscape and her being in the heart of Silicon Valley, it really doesn't matter unless you have a good product. You could be on television every week. There are dozens upon dozens of housewives peddling products that don't work, proving that television is not enough. Media is not enough. A platform is not enough. You have to have a good, solid product. And I found it interesting to talk about what it is like working with your spouse. That is challenging. And working in the home with your husband at times when you have four kids to raise. So I just thought it was very interesting, very relatable and different. Definitely a household name brand that you've probably all seen if you haven't bought. I'm just floored by what people can accomplish starting from the bottom, ending up here. And just with sheer will, determination, passion, drive and quality. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Just Be With Bethany. We love hearing from you, and we love getting your ratings and reviews because it's good feedback, and we pour it right back into the show for you. Thank you. Just Be is hosted by me, Bethany Frankel. Our managing producer is Fiona Smith, and our producer is Stephanie Stender. Sarah Katnack is our assistant producer and our development executive is Nayantara Roy. Just Be is a production of Be Real Productions and Endeavor Content. This episode was mixed by Sam Baer. To catch more moments from the show, follow us on Instagram at Just Be With Bethany. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. 
Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.